Jackass on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. Oh my gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Getty. From Studio C. C, Senor. Dimly lit room, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. This is a live show. We are back. Here, let me hold up a newspaper, as you can see. Proof of life. It says April 6, 2019. We are live. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Boy, I really wanted to go with 22-year-olds at the Lake of the Ozarks. But I think we're going to have to go with... Black people who found out they're no longer black, thanks to Joe Biden. Oh, jeez. I, I don't know what you're going to do now. Go join a golf club or play hockey. Former black people. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I suppose we have to talk about that later. You know, one thing I get out of taking several days off is uh, definitely realizing how crises of the day in cable news can come and go and have no effect on your life. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's just something to talk about, which is you know, um, ironic from a talk radio host, but it's absolutely just mostly BS. So we're uh, into summer. Most people consider summer Memorial Day Labor Day, right? Sure. And uh, we're into summer, and it's certainly off to a weird start. I wonder if it will have a weird end. That's what I wonder. Will it have a weird end, or will we be normal by then? I have no idea. Well, I think if it had a normal end, that would be weird in a way. What? So, yeah. Blowing yeah. my mind. We're, we're through the looking glass here, people. Oh, dude. <laughs> so there's no getting around it. So Set your course for weird. I live in a county that's pretty uh, clamped down, and uh, my wife took our youngest on an overnight trip two counties away. Mm. So I live in a county with few cases and few deaths. She went 45 miles. To another county with few cases of new deaths, where it was like normal, she said. Mm. At the lake, people boating, people everywhere, nobody wearing masks, Uh people eating in restaurants, everything was more or less normal. And uh, what turns out to be the best plan of action, I guess we'll see, you know, over time. And people will look back on these things years from now. Interesting Um, data coming out of Georgia on that question, although there are those who dispute that data. But, uh, you know, completely different approaches uh, to how to handle it. But <laughs> one other, they did, an, did an overnight with my youngest son because he, uh, he never gets to do anything and can't really do anything. But anyway, so he did a he trip that was, he doesn't really realize this, but it was only 23 hours long. It wasn't even a full day. Uh-huh. They left it right after lunch on Thursday or Friday and then came back at noon the next day. Still. So, that's fun. <laughs> Well, yeah. Then they went. They went. Just went and stayed in a you know a, a hotel. Uh-huh. They went and stayed in a hotel, ate some crap, came back. Is basically what they did. Good times. Walked around the lake. But anyway, he sounds got sounds like a vacation. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I guess. Um, yeah, and when you're a little kid, you don't realize we're we're just we're close enough to home. Why don't we just the wait <laughs> the wait for the food here will take longer than for us to just get home. We should have just stayed home. <laughs> yeah. Why are we here? 
<laughs> anyway, you don't really know that if you're a little kid, I guess. No. And uh, he got home, having been gone 23 hours. He gets up, he lays down on the couch and says, Ah, oh, it's good to be home. That's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> beautiful. <laughs> Fantastic. I tell you what, the, the schlepping back and forth, the waiting, the, the, the travel, it wears you out. It was, it was nice to be away. Oh, yeah, oh, the time yeah. zones. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, it's two minutes earlier in that county. It's and crazy. Being around people who I understand their accents. <laughs> the, the money exchange, just all of that. Sure. Where it wears on you. The local food, I found it too spicy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've had traveler's problems the whole time. <laughs> in and out of the bathroom, just rough trip. Good no. to be home. <laughs> Uh, but man, you can go just very, very close to where you live, and I'm sure this is this way all over the country. Is it's a county to county thing, and you just it's a different world. Yeah, um, frequently based upon uh, how it swings politically, how each almost, county swings almost entirely. It's so interesting. It's it's so well, it's so out of Thomas Sowell's book, uh, A Conflict of Visions. But yeah, it's it's partly political. Just directly day-to-day grimy political. Do you want it to look like the country's back and things are going well, or would you like to prolong the suffering so somebody else gets elected president? Part of it is that. Part of it's just the sort of people who tend to be way left versus uh, people who tend to be way right, the way they see the world and danger and independence and the rest of it. I've got some polling on that, and it has spread over just like in the last week the numbers have grown. The divide is growing mm. really fast. It's quite amazing. COVID-wise and, or politics in general? Um, uh, COVID-wise. Mm-hmm. But, well, it's politics, as you're just pointing out. Right. right? To the, you know, the way ours see it versus D.C. It. It's just mm. it's amazing how much it's changed in just a week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that and other stuff, I suppose. Well, yeah. This it, is a live we're, we're show. We're required by contract to do that unless and other you, stuff. Unless so. you're listening to this on the podcast or on a future best of. Then it's not a live show. But I, there's nothing I can do about that. It would be odd. We'll do it live. It would be odd for this this segment to be pulled for a best of. Probably with all the this is a live show talk. No, it's a great segment. Thank oh, okay. you, thank you, Sean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for that. Support. No, you guys that really, means everything to me. Yeah, really, just laying it all out here <laughs> to, to start out the week. Can we just go with recorded live and move on? Because <laughs> this isn't very good, so probably won't be ever replayed again. Um, let's introduce everyone on the squad to get started. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Mike? I'm doing great. I had a great Memorial Day. Uh, ribs, potato salad, oh. all, all the the whole barbecue spread. Nice. And then I got a bunch of summer fruit. I got some new cherries that are nice and dark and fresh. And I, I love summer fruit, but, you know, watermelon and cherries. And I, I just love Memorial Day, actually. Fantastic. You ate lots of fruit. Yeah. That's good for you. Very no, good. I mean, Ribs and fruit. Summer. <laughs> good, you know? good, good for you to digest them. It's the little things that make me happy. That's, exactly. that's, that's a good way to be, though, Michael. That's fine. Uh, there's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Yeah, but it's the big things that piss me off. <laughs> um, the uh, I had a great weekend. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of just, you know, kind of relaxing at Chateau Relaxo, hence the name. But I went on a bit of a uh, action movie bender. There were two uh, action movies that I checked out over, over this weekend. One of them is a new 2020 Netflix original release called Extraction, starring Chris Hemsworth, a.k.a. Thor. Mm. Uh, he is uh, so handsome. Watch Thor over the weekend. Um, uh, and I will give you this. Uh, the first sentence of, its, uh, of this movie's description was all I needed to know. A black market mercenary who has nothing to lose is hired to rescue the kidnapped son of an imprisoned international crime lord. There you I'm go. in. <laughs> That scenario seems uh, fraught with trouble to me. I mean, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's 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 one of those things where it's 
98% action, and then there's like 2% of a scene wedged in the middle where they allow Chris Hemsworth to uh, attempt to act, mm. and then they go back to, to shooting and punching. His, um, his agent probably demanded that. Yes, you yes. have to let him try to act. <laughs> now, the the other movie is a couple years old, Den of Thieves, uh, slipped past me. I hadn't seen it before. Uh, Gerard Butler, I really enjoyed this one. Uh, this, uh, this pitch... Uh, Nick O'Brien is the hard-drinking leader of the Regulators, an elite unit of the Los Angeles Crime Department. Ray Merriman is the recently paroled leader of the Outlaws, a gang of ex-military oh, men. Oh, boy. And I don't have to tell you there. that those guys are on a collision yeah, course. That's oil and Do they, any of them water. have anything to lose, or do they have nothing to lose? Uh, no, some they, these these guys have something to lose. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're stakes. They're stakes. I'm glad there was relaxation involved in both your weekends. I can guarantee you one thing did not happen during my five days. Oh, there was boy. no relaxation, no joy. We made sure there's none of that over five days. Ugh. No happiness or relaxation. Just grinding seriousness. Wow. For five days. Good morning. That's pretty much the way I live my life. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is how, how did it already get to be... My phone stopped showing the date on the front screen. Anybody have any idea why that would happen? I'm, I'm back by to, that. I know. It used to in the old days. Yeah, mine stopped. does. Anyway, right Tuesday, May 26th, the year 2020, where Armstrong and Gideon, we approve of this program. Oh, and I missed Sean's call. Sorry, Sean, my ringer must have been off. I'm sorry. Anyway. Let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations at Mark. This weekend, videos of Memorial Day parties at Missouri's Lake of the Ozarks went viral as swarms of partygoers who were not wearing masks and were certainly closer than six feet from each other packed into overcrowded pools despite the ongoing pandemic, being that bunched up in what looks like a kind of human stew. Human stew. I like the tone of voice. Human stew. Stew. <clears throat> I was stew. I was surprised by pictures from all over the country <clears throat> of very, very crowded beaches and pools. I was. Uh, I would personally not want to be in that area, but maybe I've been um, um, I'm mentally affected by living in a mask county. I don't know. There is an interesting conversation to be had uh, because I'm not fevered to make to take one side or the other, um, like everybody seems to be. Uh, but there's an interesting conversation to be had about whether all the young healthies mixing and giving it to each other is not a good thing. Hmm, could be. Um, herd immunity-wise, because when we hit a certain percentage of people who've had the thing and have immunity to it, we pray it's it's good long immunity. But uh, that would be a good thing. Now, meanwhile, Granny might get it. And that's not good. I think practically every store in America should be open as of like two weeks ago. Yes. But I'm not going to a crowded pool or, or beach. Can I be that person? Absolutely. Or, or you're not allowed to be that person? Because uh, that'd be a mixed message of some sort. I think you are making a conscious slash unconscious uh, calculation that a man of, of your years, plus your responsibilities as a dad, et cetera, et cetera, need to be somewhat cautious. Those 22-year-olds at the Lake of the Ozarks, have made a similar calculation, maybe subconsciously, that they don't have to be careful. And I don't think that's necessarily a terrible thing. Hmm. Um, so we, uh, well, we're going to kick off the show when we get back. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's fabulous. Are you kidding? I've spent five days compiling it, calling <laughs> it. Awesome. Oh, it's just terrific. We'll bring up. Uh, bring this up could the... be our Pulitzer. I stupid, hope. stupid Pulitzer Prize. I hope you didn't follow the news over the last three days, and we'll bring you up to speed on all of it. Stay tuned.
learning to fighting. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. More middle-aged guys punching each other. That's what I like. Man, barely middle-aged. He's in his mid-50s, so. Have you seen any he's of his? close to just old. Seen any of the training videos that he's putting no, out? No, I hear he's I hear he's ripped, though. Ooh. He's the new ripped Mike Tyson. Been working out it's, like crazy. I wouldn't take the fight. Yeah. Well, certainly another guy, another 53-year-old would get their ass whipped. But well, you're going to fight a 20-year-old. Have you, acted, have you not heard who the rumored no, opponent gonna, is? No, going to talk about okay. it coming up. <clears throat> Excellent. Mailbag. Main sports, right? And that'd be an easy one without a crowd. First of all, your freedom-loving quote of the day. We got interrupted somehow. I can't remember how by uh, something. Uh, but we're doing Edmund Burke quotes, the Anglo-Irish statesman and philosopher. Uh, let's see. Uh, how about this one? Your representative owes you not his industry only, but his judgment. And he betrays instead of serving you if he sacrifices it to your opinion. That's funny. I was thinking about that over the weekend, how this country was designed to be a republic and not a democracy. Mm. Uh, but it brings me back to my old screed that the government is now far too giant and complex for anybody to understand it or what it does or effectively manage it. So how is a voter supposed to participate in that? Um, anyway, for another day. Well, uh, a couple of notes on our absence. We took a long weekend. Uh, first of all, a number of people highly concerned that we'd been sacked or or killed by the, the vid uh, or something. But Joe no, was killed. I was fired. Yeah. But luckily, I was revived. Special act of Congress. And I was and, rehired uh, since Joe turned out to be okay. Exactly. Uh, no, we just took a little time off. But thank you for your concern. I mean, it's an expression of, of you know. Affection. You know, it's funny. So if thanks. I tune into the Tonight Show and Jimmy Fallon's in rerun, I don't assume he's died or been fired. Is this a personality type? <laughs> Are these the same people when they when they can't find their sunglasses? Their first impulse is somebody stole my sunglasses. <laughs> Maybe, and I'm not someone gonna, broke into the house. Unlike Young Sean here, I'm not going to mock these folks. Oh, I am. I, I, <laughs> I found it. Well, it, it was just a vacation. Have you ever turned into a radio show and it's an old one and you thought, oh, he must have been fired? <laughs> no. Or he's dead. No. <laughs> no. Uh, moving along. Oh, on that topic, though, uh, take more days off, writes Travis in Olympia. Beautiful Olympia, Washington. Can do. Uh, and then greetings. the sound of me walking out the door, door shut, getting in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, OSJ and OMJ. He's calling me Original Morning Joe. Uh, I don't like when you guys take days off, but I've been listening long enough to know you don't actually take that many. If you're a state worker like I am, racking up vacation days and sick days like crazy, you'd have a lot more time with your families. Um, Yeah, that's causing a number of states uh, to go broke. we got more on that coming up later, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Here's a nice note from Tristan. Had my graduation ceremony yesterday. Can't help thinking that my the end of my senior year kind of felt like the end of your One More Thing podcast. Michael, would you like to do the end of the One More Thing podcast? Well, I guess that's it. <laughs> that was the end of high school. That's huh? what Tristan thought, yeah. Uh, Sounds thorough. about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for the note, Tristan. Sorry about that, dude. Yeah. Hello? <sighs> Yeah, speaking as a guy who missed my college graduation because I'd failed to get the paperwork in time, it it worked out fine. <laughs> it really, I didn't have to sit there in the sun listening to somebody drone on about you know the future lies before us. You'll be fine. Uh, Paul lives in San Jose, California. He says, hey, "Have you ever seen Governor Newsom wearing a protective mask? And who cuts his hair? 
Just a couple of simple questions I think he should answer. I would like to see the media answer that, because the guy's obviously getting his haircuts and the rest of it. Different different rules. If you're, uh, Absolutely. If you're important. It's like fat J.B. Pritzker of Illinois who does anything he wants. His wife flies around the country getting haircuts and nails done and the rest of it, and then explains, well, my appearance is very important. Well, and the mayor of Chicago, same thing. Old, uh, what's her face? Looking at that. One you know of those, her face. That Lightfoot? Yeah, Lori Lightfoot. Looking at one of those swimming pools, and I don't know where it was. Could have been anywhere in the country because it was happening all over the place. If I was 21 years old, I absolutely would have been there. Mm-hmm. Without, a, without a doubt. <clears throat> not a question in my mind I would have been there. Actually, I probably would have been working because that's what I was doing when I was 21. But, yeah. Um, uh, were I not working, I would have been uh, at the pool, yeah. drinking hand, well, yeah, talking I, to girls. At that point, you're willing to risk a machine gunning to get laid. So a one in something or other chance of getting the vid, which is probably going to be asymptomatic in your age group anyway. Right. Sure, of course. Please. Time to get drunk before everything closes. I hear you, know, you, baby. You know, I just came across an old text. So we were playing that, what, a week or so ago? That was somebody at a beach somewhere. Uh, yeah, that was, yeah, that was the Miami girl a few weeks ago, I think. Whichever, they're all the same. Yeah. Um, we got a text from somebody who said, uh, do I have that in front of me? I have, I am 44 years old and I've never been in the same room as someone who is drunk. Is that what they sound like? I thought, how, that, what an interesting, your life is so much different than mine. Well, then, how's Friday for you? Swing on by. Come on by. I, you could be in the same room in my kitchen or the same room in my living room. Or yeah, the, you can even wander out back if you want. <laughs> Unbelievable. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So much to catch up on. We got this text from somebody. We went to the local drag races over the weekend. I don't know where this is. <clears throat> there was supposed to be 30% capacity crowd, masks, etc. Got there, it was overfilled, and we were all shoulder to shoulder for three hours, and everybody was fine with it. I don't believe any poll that says a majority of people prefer lockdown. The evidence is contrary. I would suggest to you that the uh, the attendees of a drag race are a subset of humanity that tend to have a similar view of the world. That's what I was leading into, because this amazing number that came out the, over the weekend. I stole your thunder. And you only brought a certain amount of thunder today. No thunder. Very rude Everything is fine. Very rude of me. Um, thunder, Stephen Bastard. This is absolutely incredible. An analysis by Reuters has found that the corona death rates in Democratic areas are triple those in Republican. Mm. It's not just politics or perception or way of life or whatever. Uh, lefties tend to live in urban areas. They have much higher deaths than people who are Republican and live in less. So the, the, it's a completely different thing. Three times the death rate places that voted for Hillary than people that voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. That's that's quite different. I would say. The, so the chance that you know someone that died or has gotten really sick is very different, depending whether you're in a Trump county or a Hillary county, which is proof, by the way, that God is trying to kill off the people who voted for Hillary Clinton. Oh, that's uh, cold. And, uh, you know, that's I don't blame it. We'll, you'll be called upon to retract that statement. <laughs> I feel like there was a leap made somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so, I mean, so you can, ex- that, it's not surprising then that people come, I think you combine that with tendencies. Sure. And, you know, you right. end up with, with a pretty surprising uh, gap. Uh, two notes. Number one, the almost the entire mainstream media 
is housed in those high-density blue Hillary voting Excellent areas. Excellent point. And so their perception of the world is shaped by that. Secondly, and listen, it, it ain't no secret that I, Joe, have some pretty strong ideas on what are better policies than others and, and how the government ought to look. Having said that, though, all I ask of humanity, if I could get one thing across to people, is, hey, densely populated city dwellers, people outside the densely populated cities have very different lives than you. Please, I know you get all aroused by exercising power, but don't vote for stuff statewide or nationwide that, that suburbanites and rural folks and farmers and and. You know, people who live up in the mountains or whatever. Stop voting for mandates for those people. Let Eastern Oregon be Eastern Oregon, for instance. Let let Central California be Central California. And the list goes on and on. Every state's the same. Let the rest of Illinois not be Chicago. So I'm also coming across polls that say people are tiring of news about the coronavirus and all that. So I will uh, switch gears somewhat by... Uh, <laughs> Pointing this out as I read several great articles about this over the weekend. I know Joe tweeted about it. It is a fantastic story. Aggressive rodent behavior across um, America. Wait a minute. The rats are on the march. Are you going to bring up the DCRs? I didn't even want to talk about this today because it's too terrifying. The DCRs, the desperate cannibalistic rats. <laughs> yeah. With restaurants. Take that, murder hornets! Yeah, 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 move over, murder hornets. Hold my beer, murder hornets. Hold my cheese, say the rats. <laughs> With restaurants closed, the CDC is warning of aggressive rodents looking for new food sources. Yeah. A gerbil. And a couple of your news organizations had great videos from cities across America late at night where the rats are just teeming across the streets. They they had they had go to dumpsters behind restaurants they sure. could go to to get food. Well now the restaurants aren't open, there aren't any food, so they're 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 getting more aggressive and they're turning on each other mm. and eating each other. Mm. And there are rat bones being found on the streets in the morning. The real crisis is the DCR crisis. Rat bones. I get that as a band name. It's mine. Somebody, well that is good. It's well you got to rock hard though. Rat bone. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We play loud. Bring earplugs, all right? If it's too loud, you're too old. Yeah, you can't be doing syrupy John Mayer love songs if, you're, if your name is Ratbones. Please. Please. Um, yeah, so the, the, they named one city, I think it was New Orleans, where people came out to their sidewalks in the morning, and there were piles of rat bones. Oh, my gosh. From, the, I guess, the stronger... That was their first album. The piles str- of rat bones. <laughs> right. The stronger, faster rats eating the uh, weaker, slower rats. Because it's a sick enough. Uh, I tell you what. So so we're going to have a race of super rats next? I think it's interesting so that this... thinning the herd? I thought it was interesting that the CDC weighed in on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, rat spread disease, I guess. Well, it it makes sense. I mean, the rat is a is a carnivorous and savage beast. It has no morals, Jack. And you get a beast is a desperate like that. I've seen some of the experiments. When rats get desperate, they they will do nasty things. Ugh. Horrifying beast, just dripping with disease. God, well. I wish I had a concealed weapons permit. Feel like I should be carrying with these aggressive rats out on the streets. The DCRs off shots. <laughs> I'd go with a shotgun. If you can hit a moving rat, you're pretty good. Oh, I'm like I'm like uh, John Wayne in True Grit. <laughs> <laughs> Sober John Wayne or drunk? John He's Wayne. drunk at the time he shoots the rat. Yeah, I got a writ for this rat. <laughs> um, rat, rat. And good news. 
Uh, we're putting people into space. You, the United States of America is putting people in, into space for the first time in over a decade. Finally. With Elon Musk sending the Falcon 9 up on Wednesday, weather permitting, and it's sketchy right now. But the plan is for Wednesday. And it's going to go up, and Trump's going to be there. The president of the United States is going to be there to watch. I thought you were going to say he was going to be on it. That's funny. My mind made that leap. Just... That would be extraordinary. I'm not ruling um, it out yet. I think you would have heard that. Yeah. Um, uh, president, uh, surprising many uh, people, has decided to go on an experimental rocket ride. Um, <laughs> That'd probably get bipartisan support. First time anywhere in the world that a private company has sent people into space. It's only been... Uh, U.S., China, Russia, for the most part, and, you know, a little India here and there. But a private company? No way. Are you kidding me? Well, well, we haven't sent, sent anybody into space in a decade or so, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to do it on Wednesday with Elon Musk. Love it. I just love not being dependent on Putin and his gang to get people into space. Well, we invented space, all right? Well, you know. Uh, Fact uh, check. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, in the beginning. All right. We've come to dominate space after a brief setback at the beginning. So Elon Musk being Elon Musk, he's got quite the layout. First of all, it's designed, the, 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 the ship is designed, the uniforms are designed, the, the, the runway, the walkway, for the everything is designed to be like cool and eye-catching. Mm-hmm. It's like retro, trying to harken back to the... Uh, the oh, old space cool. times, because Elon Musk is Elon Musk, you yeah. know, and and and, and everything's just, got a little style to it. Well, and being profit, you know, he's a for-profit guy. Also, he wants his brand to be good. So yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be pretty cool, I think, assuming it goes well, and assuming the weather's okay, and they can even launch. But if they don't, they'll delay it a couple of days. No big deal. Well, I think the fact that the president is going to be at a private rocket launch is really something. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's you know. Um, it makes sense that at the beginning, only a government could drum up the number oh, sure. of scientists and the money and the rest of it. But at this point, since the technology, most of it's pretty proven, you got scientists making machines. And it makes perfect sense that you could have a private company doing that really effectively. None of the articles I read, though, mention like how high or how far they're going. Are they just going barely up into space and coming back down? Is this like something out of 1957? Don't know that. That we're accomplishing? Mm. Or maybe even earlier? So the uniforms are kind of throwback looking? Yeah. They're not super yeah. futuristic, whatever that means? No, he's trying to get the, the throwback look. Huh. Like uh, the right stuff look. Yeah, okay. Which is a cool idea. Yeah. Yeah, style-wise, I get it. But uh, I know John Glenn, the astronaut, died the other day, but he could have said, hey, I did that 60 years ago. To, I mean, if they just go up and come back down. I realize a private company doing it is amazing, but in terms of uh, you know man stretching its... Uh, uh, capacities. Right, right. I'm sure there are engineers listening who could set us straight on this because I have a feeling there are new technologies, new fuels, new ways of doing it, uh, like the retrievable, uh, uh, you know, f- first stage thing. Yeah. Essentially, you don't you know throw the engine into the ocean and never see it again anymore. So I'll I'll bet this is a leap forward in several ways that I just don't get because I I saw oh no. I saw two different kids shows over the weekend that featured the Russian astronaut monkey, and I had to explain to my kids what that was all about. It oh, came that, up in um, is that hot these days. It came up in uh, one of those Night at the Museum movies mm. uh, with Ben Stiller. You know those? Oh yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, so I had to explain to my kids the Russians, you know, sent monkeys up, and they wanted to know did the monkey died, and I said I don't think so because they would have been horrified if it did, but. What did happen to the monkey? Did it just did they just shoot the monkey up and let it die? Uh, Hitler's alligator just died. Did you see that headline? <laughs> Before we get to Hitler's alligator, 
He cre- I, I believe I saw a movie about this. He created planet of, by, and for <laughs> the apes. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. w- when the Russians sent the monkey up, which was a really big deal, right? Did it? Was there any effort to get the monkey da- back down? I think the whole idea was to see if it would live through it. So you had so to. So my back vague down. recollection is, yeah, it splashed down. They unleashed a monkey, and he said, "Can I please get back to the forest?" They gave him a couple of bananas and sent him on his way. Good work. After some debriefing, of course. Well, the G-forces were very difficult to endure. Chi-chi, chi. But I don't recall specifically. Okay. I remember being very concerned uh, yeah. as a kid well, myself. Well, my kids were really worried, so I went sure. I went with, the, of course he lived. Right. Uh, you know, and, oh, died a gruesome death. Crushed. Crushed his little head. Yeah. Um, Isn't that interesting, though, the natural compassion yeah. kids have? For monkeys? For, for, well, for living creatures. Hmm. Not all living creatures. I saw what they were doing to a bug over the weekend. Well, bugs are disgusting. Yeah, it was a disgusting bug. Bug bit me. It's all swollen, itchy. What do you figure that is? Spider? It's not a mosquito bite. It's a couple of days now. Praying mantis? Have you ever had a praying mantis bite? That's among the worst bites there. No, really? Yeah, my wife got one and ended up in the ER. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. I had no idea. I thought she had broken her knee or something. I had, I've let those things climb on me. Oh, no. God, no. Horrible. What? Yeah, I always did, too. I thought they were uh, uh, benign. They are not. Well, they're, they're among obviously the worst highly bites. religious. But um, I I had no idea. Among the worst bites you can get, yeah, Dang. absolutely. Yeah. Don't mess around with them. So the two astronauts are going to be going to the International Space Station, but they haven't designated how long they'll be staying there. Okay, oh, awesome. so they're going to yeah, that's real space. That's yeah. up into space oh, yeah. and docking. Hey, awesome! Very very cool. Well, we'll be we'll be following that on Wednesday when I, well, actually Wednesday tomorrow, isn't it? It's a short week, and we'll reveal what happened to the Russian space chimp when we return. finish that thought because we were just discussing during the commercial break the hammering of trump for playing golf as the death toll nears 100,000 for some reason stop the hammering first of all (laughs) first of all i've been told that we're near 100,000 so x you know then they make a point for how long now i mean so how close to 100,000 am i supposed to act like that's a big deal and then it's just a round number it doesn't really right. mean anything all right it's a lot of people but no that's not like a threshold that we have to dissolve the constitution if we hit 100,000 <laughs> and then you know? luckily i'm old enough to have been through this whole while they play golf thing a number of times through a number of administrations right and come on now people beat up uh, obama for playing golf during this crisis there's always a crisis going on when you're president or bush playing golf or clinton playing golf or playing golf while the Iraq war is, you know, playing whatever. Playing golf during the savings and loan collapse? Right. Playing golf during the recession as people are losing their houses for Barack Obama. Whatever. So how long does a round of golf take? When you're president, a couple hours, because they clear everything out for you. Sure. Yeah. So you're a... Yeah, some... you don't spend a lot of time, you know, chipping balls on the tee, waiting for the ne- the group ahead of you to clear the green. Or waiting in line to sign your whatever. Right. Um, uh... Pay the <laughs> but, pay um, greens fees. And I like the assumption that if whoever's president getting beat up for playing golf weren't spending time that those two hours on the golf course, they'd be in an office in a suit and tie right. working very hard on some crisis. Exactly. There's they would no not be exercising or relaxing or, or watching TV or right. taking a nap or anything right. else. 
It's just dumb. But every, we do it with every president. So there you go. I'm afraid we need, without any further ado, to pay off uh, what I promised, and that would be a report on the space monkeys of Russia. Okay. Yeah. They're what, actually what mostly apes, I just think. Just because it came up in two different shows I watched with my kids over the, uh, mm. the weekend, and they wanted to know if the the Russian monkeys live. Do they live, Sean? Do they bring them back down safely? And It's a tough go for the early days of monkey space travel. Mm. Uh, it seems it took about a decade. Uh, well, not a little less than that. So it took about six years before they successfully landed a monkey back alive. But he died shortly after recovery. Whoa. So the the ship would come back down, but there'd be a dead monkey in it? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, almost all of... Uh, Nary Perso- that was is probably a, getting almost zero press coverage, if any at all. Yeah, a, a a cause of death was has not been repeated, as far as I've seen too. It's always been something something different that they attribute it to. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, there were there were five different Alberts. None of them really made it too well. Uh, and then uh, the first one to make it back, uh, Albert the sixth. See, it's interesting. The Soviet Union was doing that. I'll bet in secret. I'll bet we. I'll bet that wasn't even being talked about when. Oh, they, sure. Yeah. 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 So we might not even know. The world might not have known this until after 1991, when the Soviet Union came down. Um, we wouldn't do that in the United States. I don't think. No. Do you think? Yeah, given all the gruesome things that have been done in labs through the years. Well, maybe think... quietly, secretly, but we wouldn't yeah. do it. We wouldn't do it openly. I don't think send up monkeys and bring them back down dead. I think we would have. You think so? Yeah, in the uh, in the we in the sixties. I mean, it was we were so much closer to WW2 and the Korean War and everything. We were not nearly so soft. I'll have, a to, do a little, I'll have to do a little research on that. I don't think I think we made a choice not to. Because why weren't we sending monkeys into space? The the one thing I might uh, agree to is that it was of such enormous. Uh, we're talking about this but, talking about this because Elon Musk is sending a human into space on tomorrow. First time in uh, a decade. Oh, I'm sorry. These are this is actually specifically the United States. I didn't see. See, these are U.S. Yeah. monkeys. Yeah. Want to answer yeah. that question? Yeah. So, good but, American monkeys. But so was this in secret? It had to be in secret. Uh, what I was about to say was because of the enormous uh, Cold War uh, PR significance of the space race. Yeah, I'll bet if we snuffed a couple of chimps, we kept it quiet. I, I should have. Hey, it's coming along beautifully. Uh, Chimpy or Albert or whatever his name is, uh, is is doing great. He's relaxing with a cigar poolside right now. <laughs> well, Meanwhile, the engineers are, are scrambling behind the scenes saying, we got to figure out how to decrease the impact of landing. So Elon is sending one of the greatest astronauts we have into space, like the top guy from back when the space program was still sending people. Up in America. Oh, really? Is is working for Elon now. How cool. And uh, as I mentioned, the president's going to be there. Did, didn't somebody send a dog into space? <sighs> yeah, you know, I remember a space dog, I think. But... Yeah, there, yeah there, there were dogs as well. But I, I failed to give context. So the, the, the Russians only started sending monkeys up into space. Or, I'm sorry, apes. Uh, monkeys have tails. Apes don't. Thank you, Sean. Um, Finally, I have an ally on this show. Uh, <laughs> until the 80s. These monkeys that I was first reading about, I didn't even notice the date. I was just trying to scan it. But these were all in, like, the late 40s, early 50s. Yeah. So, the yeah, these were just barely breaking out through the, the atmosphere and not mm. necessarily going into, quote-unquote, space proper. But Right. You know, just the the early steps of it. Yeah, I don't know. Catapulting chimps in tubes I up into the sky I, to see what happens. I couldn't strap a little monkey into that seat and send him up to die a horrific death. I couldn't do that. Well, you were you didn't send him up to die a horrific death. Yeah, you That's, were trying not to. Yeah. <laughs> the point isn't killing monkeys. The point is trying to find a way not to kill monkeys. Seems like an extraordinarily expensive way to kill a monkey <laughs> if you have to. And I don't know why you'd have to anyway. That's exactly right. Exactly right. So we're not sending monkeys. We're sending humans. Elon Musk is tomorrow. 
That's exciting. Recapturing our place in the world as the yes. leading space pioneers. You're going to watch it with the younglings? I'm sure I probably you can should. Stream. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. I was just going to ask if there's some sort of uh, live team coverage available. Yeah, he he streamed all his other rocket launches. I don't rocket launches. I don't see why this rocket launches. Hmm. I don't see why this one would be different. I love okay. when that happens when people switch around the first letters. <laughs> now it's amazing. What's going on with the brain when that happens? Nah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a linguist. You might as well. Nah, I don't know. You might as well ask a space monkey. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, if you get next hour, and I hope you do, we'll get into the Joe Biden supposed gaffe thing. Uh, over the weekend. Supposed? It was horrific. It was terrible. It was idiotic. I think he said what is exactly true has been true for a long time and then got beat up for it. And need to get into the idea of all the fiscally responsible states need to bail out the fiscally, you know, irresponsible states. Uh, And that whole deal. Yeah. Please. States spend themselves to the brink of bankruptcy. Then the COVID happens and now they're broke and say, oh, you gotta help us. So there was a golf event over the weekend with Tom Brady and others, and it got highly amusing. And Did you watch it? I did. Awesome. You can talk about that, because it got higher ratings than the Jordan uh, documentary did. Mm. So people are hungering for sports, live sports. Oh, yeah. It was great to watch something that I didn't know how it ended. Oh, yeah. yeah cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll talk about that, too. And people love bad golf, and there was plenty of that. <laughs> like how bad? Well, uh, like average competent, by every- competent, but not good. I mean, Tom Brady regularly sprayed it into the woods and the swamps. Would you beat Tom else. Brady? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. On, on a good day, yeah. 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 It's a humbling game, Jack. Game of ups and downs. Did he? I heard he split his pants. Is that true? He did split his pants. <laughs> his entire package. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.